Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and we have our next game changer joining us today, Dr. Allison Bartell, and Anne nominated her. Anne is one of her clients, and she was very excited to nominate Dr. Allison for a game changer because she's had a magnificent experience, but Anne is just one of many clients that Dr. Allison uh, is able to treat, and we're excited to have her joining us today. So Allison, welcome, and congratulations on your game changer nomination. Thank you. So I'm excited to learn. I love learning about my colleagues and where they come from and what they do and what they love most. So for people that that are not your clients, if you would back up and tell us a little bit about what inspired you to become a veterinarian and then where you practice now or um, how you decided to get into doing the type of medicine at the practice that you're at. Okay, sure. So um, yeah, I am Dr. Allison Bartell. I have a um, I have a very long, long memory, or I, I have been always wanting to be a veterinarian. Even as a child, it was very much my only option. I, I never really explored a lot of other things. So as long as I can remember, that was what I was going to do. That was what I wanted to be. Um, and that never really changed along the way as far as I, um, when I went to university, that was always my game plan. Um, and we were able to achieve that. So um, that is how I became a veterinarian or why I became a veterinarian. I grew up on a farm. I always loved being outside with the animals. I love being in the barn with the animals. Um, so uh, I guess that uh, that spiked my interest in the profession. Um, and uh, so when I graduated, I, um, I went into mixed animal practice. That was kind of always my goal as well. I wanted to be a practitioner. I didn't want to be a, really a teacher. I didn't want to work in um, the companies as a rep or anything like that. So I wanted to be a practitioner actually working um, with the clients, patients. And uh, so I did that right after I graduated. I worked for somebody for a couple of years and then I started my own practice. And we've been here now, I guess we're going on 13 years um, in uh, rural Saskatchewan. And uh, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty good. <laughs> Wow. And so, Allison, do you still, I don't want to see, I don't want to say treat everything that comes through your door, but it kind of sounds like you maybe do. Do you still see a mix of large and small animals? I do. And, and truthfully, um, I probably do. Um, I, I do like my large animal work. Uh, I really enjoy the cattle work and the horse work. Um, we are truly mixed animal practice. We have 
goats, we see sheep, we see dogs, we see cats. Um, so um, we're there's multiple veterinarians here, um, and uh, my my preference, if I can, is to be out on doing out doing the farm calls. But um, I definitely see all animals um, and nominated me. I have um, been working with her. They have sharp hay dogs. And uh, so she, um, they had some interesting diagnoses. Um, she has a, had a couple of them that we've worked with. Um, and um, with her in particular, um, and one of the reasons that um, her, her case really stands out is that uh, she's a natu natural path and she, is into alternative medicine and she brought us a lot of um, research and things to consider when we were dealing with her pets and uh, we ended up actually doing some of those tests that she found through alternative means and uh, um, it was very it was very interesting because it's not something that really we learned in school. It's not something um, really mainstream right now. Um, so uh, we were working with some clinics in the States actually, and some um, other veterinarians in the States who had some different ideas about uh, a particular diagnosis. And uh, um, yeah, we kind of just went with it. So uh, I do see dogs and cats when it's not as crazy with the cows and horses. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I've got other people that help me out. So uh, I sometimes do get to choose a little bit of what I get to do, which is kind of where I want to be at. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds to me like you, you have cultivated really a, a perfect job for you and that you have something different every day. You have this incredible spectrum of patients and species that you get to see. The thing that I love the most is that it's clear that you love every, every animal that you touch, you love. I love it as an integrative doctor. When I meet my conventional colleagues who have never heard of some of these tests, they don't even know about them. But the fact, Allison, that you're willing, because you love your client enough, you don't understand maybe why she wants to do this or how she wants to go about it or where she wants to send these tests. But you took the time to partner with her because it was important to her that, and she needed your help in fleshing out some of these options. And that is exactly what I tell my clients. People say, but there aren't integrative doctors. And I'm like, listen, if you can find a veterinarian that's just willing to to partner with you to intentionally try and either reestablish health or recover health or prevent disease from occurring. Your vet doesn't have to understand all facets of what and why we do it. But if your vet is willing to just help us help your dog, we have a start. And that's exactly what you did. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for just being accessible to your clients and to maybe be open to learning something new and different that you didn't learn in vet school. Cause that's, I think a facet, you know, when we're presented with new information, especially as doctors and with our scientific background, I think sometimes it's our nature to think i not only did I not learn about this in vet school, I know I have no idea what you're talking about, but I love it that you took the time to partner with your client and get her the answer she's, she needed because especially in rural Saskatchewan, you, there aren't a whole lot of other options, but you became all that she needed because of your open-mindedness and willing to work with her. So I love that about 
uh, your ability to learn and grow, despite the fact that you had no idea, um, probably initially what was going on, you took the time to figure it out. So I love that. What do you love most when you get up in the morning? What do you love most about your very diversified job choice? Well, it is never boring. We are always seeing different things. Um, sometimes that's also our frustrations, but um, that's one thing I didn't, I mean, in, in, in life to, to go and do the same thing over and over and over again, it becomes very monotonous. Um, I, it's not enjoyable. So being able to have some flexibility to, you know, um, interact with different cases. I mean, not all our cases are happy cases, right? That's the reality of our world. But, um, you know, it's nice that we are able to help the patient um, sometimes in the in the hard choices and the sad times. But then we get to see, you know, the, the healthy, young, vibrant patients, the new puppies, the, um, the success, success stories that that balances out your day. So you always go home and you're, you may, you may be totally exhausted because it's really busy right now in veterinary medicine, but um, you've, you've had every day's different. So um, there's interesting things to, to talk about. There's, there's new stories every day. There's, there's new cases every day. And, and uh, it just, it allows you to go through each day and you know that, it's, it's not going to be the same as yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds to me like you have an incredibly diversified day. And I'm sure that that also not only nourishes your mind and soul, but that also probably helps prevent against burnout. You know, you have this, you have this diverse group of clients, but in an incredibly diverse group of animals that you're seeing, which is really good for good for your brain, body, and soul. It's excellent. So you have a, a you work in a, you know in a very cold place right now I'm sure and so I find it's not too bad, it's not too really bad. no it's well okay you yeah so in oh okay I'll try this in Fahrenheit zero Celsius is 32 Fahrenheit we're I think just below zero today in in Celsius so it's not awful <laughs> not bad but if you're outside working cattle 10 hours that can get cold you know. So. I think we we are acclimatized to it a little bit. I don't mind going out like our our preg checking season, which is like November through well, pretty much October maybe into the beginning of January. You know, for us minus ten, minus fifteen Celsius. You put on the right clothes and it's fine. That <laughs> is, is in itself is a little bit of a break for the mind and the body because you get outside your fresh air. It's just, um, it, it, that helps to, to break up long days or long weeks, um, when you can do that. So I don't mind the cold. It's, it's okay to a certain degree. <laughs> well, I, um, I, um, I had the, uh, I had the honor of interviewing uh, Dr. David Sinclair, who's a top longevity expert at Harvard. And one of his tips is to stress your mitochondria. And I said, well, how, how he said, well, I would recommend sitting in an ice back bath or just go outside when it's freezing cold with shorts on. And I was like, Oh, so I think what you're doing, Allison, is you're adding decades onto your life because you are stressing your mitochondria. You know, you're, you're participating in autophagy every time you're preg checking for a day. So you'll probably live to be 150, which is beautiful. 
<laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm also the one that sits inside and I've got my long johns on or my long underwear on and I've got two sweaters on. So girls do find it kind of ironic because I'm the one that's always cold. <laughs> Yeah, well, sounds to me like you are doing a lot of different things and that has to keep life really um, exciting and fresh for you, which is beautiful. Allison, if you could let the world know one thing about all of this great work that you're doing or your thoughts or ideas from what you've lived so far in life, what would it be? Well, I mean, I guess in regards to... Um, you know, a profession, um, it is, I mean, you need to work in a profession where you're happy, right? Most of the time, I guess. <laughs> um, you need to enjoy doing what you're doing or else, you know, it, it, it does, it becomes a burden. It becomes, um, uh, something that, uh, you know, you wake up dreading every morning. Um, you need to be supported with great help in, in your work environment and at home. Um, and I think you need to also have an open mind for, uh, for your patients and for your clients. And then, like you said, I mean, in, in this situation with Anne, I mean, not a lot of my clients would, would go that extra length to find potentially something a little bit more alternative. And, um, it's ironic because she lives actually in Alberta and she does summers in Saskatchewan. And it was, it was us that she approached about doing this um, alternative um, therapies and testing and that. And even though she has access to how many clients or how many uh, clinics in, in a way larger center. So um, I mean, that really, that, the, that is, it's kind of special like that she she chose us she she um trusted us to to um to join her in that journey um when there was a lot of options because yes yeah around here when when were she summers yeah we we are the only clinic here but where they winter I mean, it's, it's a, it's a huge city. There's, there's so many options. She, she could have approached any one of them to, uh, to help her along the way. But um, yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it's a unique experience. I mean, I, I don't think uh, uh, I will expect that to happen too many times in my career, but very unique clients and a very unique case. Um, so you just have to roll with those in any case, like you, you just have to kind of embrace it. Um, it, it does help um, in, in regards to creating that bond with your clients when you are able to embrace it. But uh, it's interesting just to learn some of those other things too. And, and uh, maybe I'll get to do that again somewhere along my career and, and utilize those methods but um if I don't hey I at least know they're out there right yeah I love that you are open-minded enough and enough of a student of life to be able to partner with your your client was your top priority um and your ability to be open enough and create time to be able to learn about things that I can't imagine the pace of your life and your practice you're very very busy and you took the time to be able to make what was important to your client client important to you. If every veterinarian in the world would be able to have clients come in that say, hey, I'm interested in trying something that you haven't heard of or that I'm asking that you would spend you know, a little bit of time and learn about, the vast majority of clients are usually met with no. 
or you need to go see someone else for that. So I think there's a very good chance that Anne intentionally picked you because not only were you open-minded enough to be respectful of her differing or you know a different philosophy or approach towards disease healing recovery, but you were willing to take the time and not criticizing her or flat out saying no, but work through the process of a different path that is incredibly, I mean, clients are forever grateful for any doctor that will take the time to do that. So I appreciate that from the bottom of of my heart to have a colleague that would be open to trying something so outside of what we learned in vet school. So I love that you were capable of doing that for her. If people wanted to learn more about your practice, Allison, do you have a website? Yes, we do. Um, we are uh, www.watrisanimalhospital.com. And we're in Watrous, Saskatchewan. <laughs> What's the population? What's the population? Um, so Watrous itself is a small town, about 1,800 people. Oh. We service an area probably about an hour in every direction with our clientele so lots of small towns lots of farming communities so we're we're rural Saskatchewan Um, our nearest city would be just over an hour away Um, so we do have um, you know a fairly large area but it's uh, it's I don't I I don't think there'd be any other place I want to be it's it's home it's it's wonderful and the wide open space that you have uh, has manifested as a wide open mind and acceptance in your brain. Um, you are an open-minded, accepting, loving, kind veterinarian, exemplary in terms of being exactly um, the professional that clients would want to go to. And I can certainly see why Anne nominated for your nominated you specifically for this very well-deserved Game Changer Award. So congratulations again, Allison, on your nomination. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was very surprising. And I am, I'm, I'm thrilled. I am, I'm really thrilled. I never expected it. I mean, they're wonderful clients and, and uh, not many clients take the time to recognize you um, beyond, you know, a thank you, which is, which is great too. So this was, this was very surprising and, and uh, yeah, kind of a, kind of a good thing for the mind and the body. (laughs) You bet. Yeah. Well, congratulations again.